And if you guys are ready to learn from somebody who has such a young age, but has so much value, drop some fire emojis in the chat box because she's about to come in here and literally blow us out of the water. I'm excited to hear about this. I've read a little bit of her book just quickly, a few pages, but I really haven't sat down and read the book, but I've seen the reviews. I've seen people say that she's changed their lives. So I'm hoping that today she could come in here and briefly give us some breakthroughs, all right? So without further ado, let me bring up the young phenom, the legend herself, Veronica Aguilar, take it away. The floor is yours, sis. Yo, thank you so much. I'm so happy and grateful to be here right now. Like, this is honestly a dream come true. Like, I manifested this right now. I remember back in August when I first found Mornings with Nano, I was like, yo, when my book gets published, I'm going to be on Mornings with Nano. I'm going to be on this call, and I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to impact individuals. Why? Because I have information and value that needs to be shared with all of you guys, right? But before I hop into the call, I want to know how many of you guys suffer from fear on a daily basis? How many of you guys worry on a daily basis? How many of you guys stress on a daily basis, right? Because I know I'm not the only one, right? Drop, drop in the chat box, how many, how many of you guys suffer? from worrying, from doubt, from overthinking, from fear, because that's something we all suffer from, but no one talks about it on a regular basis, right? And this is why I wanted to get on this call because this is something that needs to be normal to us, right? We need to be aware of all these negative feelings and how to cope with them, right? And when I realized that how important it was to be aware of negative feelings is when I realized that I needed to make a change in the world. So before I get started on the presentation I have for you guys, amazing presentation, I want to tell you a little bit about myself, right? So I'm 18 years old, I'm from Indiana, okay? Oh wait, I'm from Indiana, can you hear me now? Yeah, you're good at just, we, we had a spotlight of you, but I think you should be good now. Okay, okay. I'm from Indiana, right? I'm 18 years old, I'm about to be 19. I'm an author, entrepreneur, business owner, right? But before all of this, I was just a regular person, right? I was just someone who was dealing with things from, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with, right? It was out of my control. And my mind, my mind was holding me back from success, right? I was the reason why I wasn't getting success. I was the reason why I wasn't elevating because my mindset was filled in negativity. And I realized how important anxiety was and mental illness was when I started to do research on myself, when I started to read the personal development books, right? And this is a statistic I wanna share with you guys to open up your mindset, to open up your perspective, right? So this is in a statistic I got from uh, anxiety and depression of America, right? It says anxiety disorders are the most common mental illness in the United States, affecting 40 million adults in the United States, age 18 and older, right? Now, anxiety disorders are highly treatable, yet only 36% of those suffering receive treatment, right? Now, guys, well, I don't know about you guys, but me, when I was going to the therapist, for one, I couldn't afford it. It was too expensive. For two, the therapist wasn't there when I was having mental breakdowns, right? So I had to figure out ways to deal with my anxiety. And I had to figure out what I was gonna do in the moment when the therapist wasn't there for me. I had to figure out how I was gonna deal with my intrusive thoughts. You know, those negative thoughts, those moments where you feel like 
you don't want to be here anymore because the only thing you can think is negativity things. The only thing you can see is worry, right? You don't see any hope for the future. That was me. I was depressed. I was at my weakness at one point, okay? I was 17. I was depressed having suicidal thoughts because of my mind. My mind was holding me back. And I know what it felt like for other individuals um, who are going through the same thing. And once I learned how to take care of my anxiety and how to cope with it and how to really overcome and deal with it on a daily basis, I was like, yo, I have to share this with other individuals. I have to, I have to, because I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one who's going through pain like this, right? My anxiety was so bad at one point in my life that I had to drop out of school early, right? Well, not drop out, graduate early because my mind was making things difficult for me to go to school. It was finding nothing but negativity on the daily basis, right? So with that being said, I wanna thank all of you guys for being on this call, You know, listening to what I have to say. I'm grateful for this community because this community has kept me together through tough times. From the moment I've joined this community, I knew that I wanted to be a part of it. Right. And so I'm honored to be here right now with you guys to share my story and to give value to you guys, because this is truly an honor to be here right now. So without further ado, I'm going to share my screen and we're going to get started on the presentation. Wait. It says it's disabled. Wait. Sure no, it's, yeah, about to say. All right, you should be good now. Thank you. Okay, can you guys see my screen clear? Okay, let me present. Okay. So this is my book, Trapped in Anxiety, right? As all of you know, you can get it on Amazon. Um, Right? So I get asked a lot, Veronica, what is anxiety? Right? Everyone asks me, you know, what is anxiety? You know, because no one really knows. You know, they, they hear about it from doctors, they hear about it from medical terms, but no one really knows what anxiety is. Right? Well, anxiety is when a person feels distress, worry, overthinking, or fear over an emotional trigger. Keyword emotional trigger. Right? So I like to say anxiety is anything negative, okay? If it's not positive, it's negative. And if you look at anxiety and Google the definition, anxiety, you'll pop up fear, worry, doubt, and all that's negative, right? So when we think of anxiety, it's nothing but negative thoughts, okay? Now what causes anxiety is a whole bunch of things. It could be external factors such as your environment, right? Where you live, the people you're surrounded by, you know, the state that you live in. For instance, there's people, you know, who are being affected by the snowstorm. That's causing people anxiety, right? And it could be genetic, right? My mom and dad, both my parents have anxiety. You can get it from genetically. Medical factors, you could be sick, you know, have high blood pressure, raises your anxiety. You know, you could have been through things, causes you anxiety. There's so many ways that you can get anxiety from external and internal factors, right? So I, I want to make that clear that you, you can have anxiety from outer things and inner things, right? Now, 
what is the difference between positive and negative thinking? Because anxiety is negative thinking, okay? Now, I love to use this quote right here. It says, negative thinking is where people tend to find the worst in, every, in everything or reduce their expectation by considering the worst possible scenario, right? So I'm gonna say that again, because I don't want that to slip your mind. Negative thinking is where people tend to find the worst in everything or reduce their expectation by considering the worst possible scenario. Okay, now I know a lot of us who are on this call, we're part of, you know, network marketing, different, you know, companies, but we all have the same process when it comes to networking, right? And a lot of us don't even realize it, but at the moment, we expect negative results before it even happens, right? Some of us hop on calls to trade and we automatically assume that we're going to lose a trade. Some of us hop on calls with trying to get someone to join our team and we already have the mindset of them, you know, not joining, right? That's negative thinking. You're thinking of the worst scenario before it even happens, okay? Now, positive thinking is a mental attitude in which you expect good and favorable results, okay? And it's very important to know the difference between the two because it helps you identify where, how are you thinking? right? Because if you're not expecting good results, you're thinking negative. And if you're expecting bad results, you know, and you're expecting the worst, you're thinking negative, okay? Now, I like to call this the thought cycle, right? It's very similar to what Bob Proctor teaches, but I teach it in my own little way, okay? Now, anxiety is in your mind, okay? So anxiety first always starts with a thought, right? And that thought could be you're worrying over something, you know, you're worrying on how you're going to pay your bills, you're worrying on, you know, what's the next meal you're going to eat, you're worrying on how you're going to hit the next rank, you know, you're doubting yourself, you're doubting yourself that you can't hit the next rank, you're doubting yourself that you can't go achieve your dreams, right? Or you're worrying, right? And because that one thought that you started with, that worry, you know, that doubt, it then causes a feeling, an emotion, right? And that feeling and an emotion is either going to be, depending on how what that thought is, you're going to get sad, you're going to be frustrated, you're going to be angry, right? You're not going to be vibrating high, you're going to be vibrating low negative energy, okay? And so with that feeling, it then results in your behaviors and your actions, right? And so if you're feeling before you get on a call and you, you get the thought that, oh, you're going to lose, and then you start feeling, you know, overwhelmed, you start feeling frustrated, you get mad at yourself, what's going to happen? You're going to lose just because of the simple fact that you thought, you thought before you even got on the call and you expected the worst to happen. Now it's already happened, right? And that's very, very important when it comes to anxiety is because it all starts with their mind. So if we can shift our perspective and if we can stop thinking negative and start thinking positive, then our whole, our whole reality will change, right? Just by starting with one little thought. And as crazy as it sounds, you know, it sounds super easy, but it's not, okay? And I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not easy and it's gonna get easier over time, but you're never ever gonna completely get rid of anxiety. And I'm gonna be the first one to tell you that today, 
anxiety is something you cope with. Anxiety is, anxiety is not something that you get rid of. It's something that you deal with over time and you learn how to get better and better and better. You manage it, right? It's not something you're gonna wake up tomorrow and it's gone. No, you can wake up three weeks from now and your anxiety could be higher than it's ever been before. But as long as you know how to cope with it and you have strategies, that's when you start to make progress because you, you use these strategies on a daily basis, it starts to work, right? So there's multiple different types of anxiety and it's very crucial you know, in your healing process and figuring out coping mechanisms that work for you because you know, anxiety is broad, right? But there are specific anxieties, right? And once you narrow it down the list and figure out what's really, you know, what's really affecting you and your mindset, that's when we can start to make progress. We can start to make change, okay? So the first one's performance anxiety, right? So this is when you're in a specific setting and you're about to perform something. So for example, you know, you're about to give a speech in front of class, you're about to do a presentation, you know, for your team, or you're about to, you know, order your food. You can get anxiety in these settings, right? And you're, you're so nervous on performing and being judged by other people that it affects the way you perform in that moment right and you worry about how you look or you worry about how you act or you worry what people are thinking about you and it stops you right and or makes or makes you mess up on whatever you're performing right and i know a lot of people who get performance anxiety and they they don't even know that it's performance anxiety right you know when you're about to give that presentation and your heart just starts racing and you get nervous and your palms start sweating i know you guys been through something like that you know similar situations and that's people don't know what it's called because we're not educated on it a lot of people think they are having heart attacks when they are having panic um, panic attacks, right? So when it comes to panic disorder, also known as panic attacks, you are getting you know, intense emotions and physical reactions from fear, right? When there's no real danger. And, it, and you may start to feel like you're having a heart attack, right? Your heart may be racing. You may start to get sweaty. You may start to sweat. You may feel like you're about to pass out right and this is all caused just from something appearing real and your fear appearing real and it's not even real right and it starts you to panic it starts you to get overwhelmed and things start to seem real and i personally i experienced panic attacks so bad before i honestly thought i was gonna have to go to the hospital because i was having panic attacks where they felt like heart attacks but it was all in my mind. My mind was fearing me having a heart attack that my adrenaline would raise up, my heart would start pumping really fast and I would start to sweat, right? And this is serious things because there's some people, they get panic attacks so bad that they actually do go to the hospital. And then when they go, the doctor's like, no, you're just having a panic attack. And what could solve that panic attack is just by breathing just by breathing, right? Now the third one is social anxiety. 
Now, this one has, this anxiety has probably been, went to number one now since COVID because we have went to a virtual setting. And so now then when we get in person with, you know, interacting with people, we start to get nervous again with people because we're not used to being face-to-face -face interacting with people, right? We're so now used to the virtual reality, oops, the virtual reality that we, we are forgetting how to interact with people. It's making us nervous. We're overthinking and we're worrying about what we're saying or if we did this right or if we did this wrong. And it causes us to be anxious, right? And it interferes how we interact with people. Okay, now the fourth one is general anxiety, right? And a lot of people call this GAD, okay? And I actually have this anxiety and I, a lot of people do, and it's a common one, the most common one. And GAD is when you're always, you're always worried, right? Your mind's always on the lookout for something negative to, negative to happen, okay? Your, your mind's always trying to find the flaws. It's always trying to figure out something negative, you know? And that was me. At one point in my life, I couldn't see anything beautiful, right? Only thing I seen was like pain, fear, worry, doubt. And when I had got to the stage, that's when I realized a change had to be made because my perspective was so negative and only thing I could see was negative things. And I knew I had to make a change. And I'm so grateful that I did because I'm here right now, right? Now the fifth one is PTSD. So that's post-traumatic stress disorder. And this is when a person has either been through something, um, a terrifying or a traumatic event, or they've witnessed something, right? So for example, if you know you witness a death or you, you witness a major car accident or if you was a part of a car accident, you may now have PTSD from driving, right? You may, you may now have PTSD with deaths. It depends on the situation, but these are the top most five common anxieties, okay? And I like to share with people these anxieties because they're the most relatable, I feel like, to everyone because everyone gets in a situation where they're performing something and they get nervous about it, okay? Everyone um, goes through something negative from their past experience or witness something from their past experience that's affecting them today, right? And why I wanted to show you all these five different types of anxiety is because you could have more than one anxiety, okay? You can have multiple anxieties. And my anxiety is what had kept me back so long from success. And it was just my mind. And knowing that it was me that was holding myself back made me realize that I need to share with others how they can get out of their mind and out of that negative cycle and into reality, into creating the life that they desire, creating that lifestyle they want, okay? Now, one way that you're gonna be able to stop all these negative thoughts and all these negative feelings, all this worry, this doubt, in any situation, right, is by identifying your trigger, okay? Now, a trigger is something very, 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 very important. And I like to refer triggers, you know, to anything that causes you an emotional, um, a negative emotional state, right? So there's sometimes you can't describe how you feel with uh, negative emotions. So that's why I say emotional state. 
right? Now triggers can be anything and it could be the smallest thing and triggers vary from person to person, okay? Now, a lot of common triggers are like yelling. People get anxious from yelling. Another trigger is heights. You know, people get worried from heights. These are all triggers. And once you find your triggers in the moment and you can identify, okay, what is causing me to worry? What is causing me to overthink? What is causing me to stress? What is causing the stress on me? Once you can identify and you can question those negative thoughts and you can question those negative feelings, that's when we can identify triggers. And once we identify our triggers is once we can take action, right? Because if we don't know what is causing the stress, if we don't know why we're thinking negative, if we don't know why we're overwhelmed, then how are we gonna be able to solve it, right? So it's very important and critical for you to question your emotions, question your thoughts, because if not, you're gonna be stuck in that cycle, right? You're gonna be stuck negative thought, negative emotion, negative action, right? Because what you put in is what you're gonna get out. So if you're putting into this world negative thoughts, negative emotions, you're gonna get negative results, right? So a trigger is something that everyone has and it's different because everyone gets triggered differently by different things, right? So triggers were something that I had to really, 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 really focus on finding in order for me to heal, right? Because there were so many things that I was getting triggered by. Like I learned, for instance, driving in the morning traffic caused me anxiety. You know, dealing with that morning rush really, really, really would get me anxious, right? Also, um, another trigger for me was, you know, being in an environment where I couldn't be myself, right? That triggered me because I couldn't express how I felt, I'd get anxious. And I know a lot of people who live in environments that are toxic and that are, you know, negative. And I want to tell you today that don't let your circumstance determine your outcome because your circumstance is just temporary. You know, that's where you're at in the moment. And there's a lot of people with their anxiety. The biggest trigger is they think too far ahead. Okay, so they're not in the moment. And so what they do is, is that they overthink so much, they overthink themselves into problems, right? Because you can only think so far ahead into the future without you thinking anything negative, right? And there's so many people who will think themselves into problems. And it's something that, you know, you, we can't control sometimes, but, we can always reprogram our mind. And one way by reprogramming our mind is every time we get one of those negative thoughts, you catch yourself, right? Catch yourself thinking negative. You catch yourself getting those overwhelmed, those fearful thoughts. That's when you change it into something positive, right? Reverse it completely. And that's what really shifted my whole paradigm, right? I would think negative. I'd be at work and I'd be like, dang, like, 
work is so dead. Like, I hate working here, right? You know what I'd start doing? I'd then get out my journal, literally at work. I'd get out my journal. All right, I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm working and I have my own skill set that I can make money on my own, right? I, at the time, I didn't know that that was manifestation, manifest, manifestation, but I was manifesting my reality through journaling, right? Because every time I'd get a negative thought, I'd interrupt it, I'd stop it, and I'd flip it to something positive, right? And I keep doing this and doing this and doing this, and I still have to do this to this day because I still get negative thoughts, but now I know how to cope with it, right? I know how to switch that negative thought into a positive thought instantly. And that's something very, very important to do because you determine how you feel, right? So if you can switch your thought from a negative low vibrational thought to a positive high vibrational thought, your whole perspective will change. Okay, so now dealing with things in our not in our control. And I know a lot of us in this company, we deal with a lot of things and not in our control, like people, right? Situations, circumstances. And when you have anxiety, and I think people in general, we don't like to not be in control of things, right? Type a 111 in the chat if you don't like when you're not in control of something. Because I know when I'm not in control, sometimes I get nervous, right? I like to determine my outcome. My anxiety sometimes is just like, I don't wanna be in control because if I know I'm in control, it'll go this way. But life isn't always like that. Life isn't always where you could be in control and you could determine your outcome. That's not how life works. I wish that's how it works, but it, it's not. So in order to deal with things that aren't in our control is, you know, being, being grounded in the moment because the future and past isn't in our control. And there's a lot of people who let the past hold, hold them back. You know, like our past experience have a lot to do and they reflect a lot on our um, experiences now because we use past experiences to create our new, um, our new experiences. So, with a lot of people, if you have, you know, a traumatic past, you, your mind tends to use those situations that you've been through to create your future. So one of the two things can happen. They can use your past situation that you've been through if you were negative um, to protect yourself from going through experiences like that again. So for example, let's say if you grew up in a household and you've seen, you know, your parents get divorced and you've seen, you know, your dad cheated on your mom, for example. Well, because that's your past experience in the future, if you get in a relationship, you, in the future, when you get in a relationship, your mind can either um, protect you from situations like that, and you can, you know, use what you learned from your parents' past relationship to create a better one, or your mind will use that situation that you've seen, because that's all you know, to to and you'll get into um you'll get into a, a relationship like your parents because your past reflects a lot of your future if you're not careful of what you accept from your past okay and that was one thing that i've noticed a lot with people is that they'll use their past experiences to describe their future experiences like there's people like well 
I don't, I don't know if I want to do this because I seen so-and-so before, you know, that happened. And situations like those really can stop us from creating the life that we desire, right? Also, the future, the future isn't in our control. And me, um, my anxiety was caused from wanting to be so successful, right? I've always been a person who's wanted more, who's wanted, you know, a very successful future, but I was wanting success so much, it was making me worry, right? I was worrying so much of, oh, like, I was in high school worrying where, where I was going to work, you know, like, what was the next move? Like, how was I going to make money for myself? And I was worrying on how to be successful that it was causing me to stress, right? It was causing me not to take actions. I was so worried on figuring things out that I would try to avoid planning my future because thinking of my future caused me stress, right? Thinking of my future made me get anxiety because my perspective on the way that I was looking at it, right? Anxiety from being an overachiever, um, I actually found this out from the doctor. Overachievers are more likely to experience anxiety because we strive so high that we, we worry a lot, right? We worry about not getting that success that we focus so much on worrying not getting that success that it stops us from getting that success. And that, that part right there, that was key because a lot of people, like even in this academy, you guys worry so much, like, I want to say academy, but like it, in life or like in networking, like people worry so much on what people think about them or they worry so much on, you know, not being able to find people on the team or they worry so much that they can't learn their skill set that they, they don't learn it because they're so focused on trying to learn it that it's causing them stress because they're trying to learn things too fast or they're trying to grow and obtain information that they don't need right now. And that causes us to not get success because we, we get to the point where we want success so much that it causes us stress, right? Now, I also wanna go over this slide too, real quick. So this is anxiety can cause us to be our worst enemy right? You ever get that voice in your head where like you're doing something, you're like, why did I do that? I'm so dumb. Or, you know, that self-talk, right? Your self-talk, a lot of it can be caused from anxiety. You you sit there and you, you worry like, does this, this outfit look good today? I wonder how I look. Or um, I wonder what they're thinking about me right now, right? Because anxiety has you worrying over everything negative because you want to be perfect it causes you to criticize yourself right i call this perfectionism equals criticism okay and striving to be perfect causes you anxiety right because you're trying to be perfect and you're trying to meet standards that society has set for everyone and so you're worrying so much of meeting that standard. You're worrying or you're overthinking or you're doubting so much that it causes you to criticize yourself in every moment, right? You, you start to look at yourself differently. You start not to love yourself because you're finding all your flaws, right? You're not seeing your beauty because you're trying to meet a label and a standard 
that isn't even real that we made up as a culture right and also like social media has you know caused a lot of you know anxiety because people are trying to be perfect you know they're striving for those per perfect pictures they're striving for that perfect profile right and because we're striving so hard to be perfect and you know we're worrying about what other people think about our posts and we're worrying about how many likes and how many comments that we get and we're worried on going live because we don't know you know what to do and we're just overthinking things that right there it causes us to criticize ourselves right and as much as you know anxiety is a part of you know what we i mean not anxiety social media is a part of what we do it it really 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 can be toxic for you in the manner that you use it and that's why it's important to monitor you know things on your news feed because you can get triggered off seeing a post. You can get triggered off seeing someone's story, right? You may see someone, you know, that you idolize post a picture and it can make you feel like, dang, like I wish I lived that lifestyle. And then you start to like criticize yourself for that. Or you see someone post something and they're getting succession. You're like, wow, like I wish that was me or I, I fear that that won't ever happen to me, right? And, and that's anxiety. And social media is so consumed a part of our lives that it's a whole nother world. Like it's a whole nother rim and it's an illusion because people on, an, on social media really show a profile and a persona of who they want you to think they are, right? So they put on a persona of someone they really aren't, right? For people, right? And that happens through so, so many accounts on social media. And these are people that we're following and it's causing us, you know, negative feelings and it's causing us to think of ourselves differently, okay? And so toxic relationships, this one I feel like is key. Because when I say relationships, I'm talking about everybody, like not just a significant other. I'm talking about like your mom, your dad, your sisters, your friends, your teachers, like everybody, toxic relationships. Like this is real, like toxic relationships can cause you anxiety. Have you ever had someone, you know, sit there and use words against you? They sit there and they try to make you feel bad or they sit there and they try to make you fear something right that's not real and that's called manipulation right when people start to make use their words against you that's called manipulation hey, veronica we yeah. only have one minute left so you okay, okay okay yeah I i'll finish up yet now so yeah thank you so much everyone you know popping on this call um, if you want more information like about all this, because there's just so much on anxiety and so many different topics that I can't get over it all in one call. So um, get my book off Amazon. It's Trapped in Anxiety. And I'll drop the link in the chat box. Wait. Here we go. Open. 
Wait, no, no. How do I um comment? Like, drop the link. Um, you're gonna have to copy and paste it into the. Uh huh. I have it copied and paste. And paste it into the chat. Just paste okay. it into the chat. Okay. Gave it to. I think Sana already did it for you. Is she? That it? Wait, hold on. My Zoom's not working. Yeah, I think she did already. Is it the one Veronica author at Wix site? Is that it? Yeah, that's exactly it. Yes. Yes. She already did it for you. Okay, okay. All right, amazing, amazing. Well, look, it's about to wrap up here, so I don't want to I don't want it to cut off. So guys, if you guys got some value from Veronica, all right, drop some drop some fire emojis in the chat box from her. Cause look, I got my book right here as well. Trapped in anxiety. Go get it. Great, great girl. Wow, incredible. 18 years old. I wanted her to come in here and just drop some value for you guys because she's definitely an incredible individual. Uh, make sure you guys follow her on Instagram as well. I'll make sure that we share her link on the Nano's Keys to Success chat as well. Um, but I'm excited, guys. I wanted to make sure that I, you know, followed up on my word. 18 years old, wrote this book, 10 Ways to Set Yourself Free. You know, take a look at it. You know, if you if you related with her today and, and, and you see her as someone that you could, you know, learn a lot from, then do it. You know, it's amazing. Make sure you guys follow her on Instagram as well. She's awesome. Um, I'm glad you guys enjoyed the, the guest speaker. She's incredible. She's an incredible individual all the way around. So um, that's her Instagram real quick. I'm going to actually pause it. This is her Instagram right here. Sana, if you could drop it again, just drop her Instagram and drop her book. So that way people could follow her. Guys, I don't think we're going to have time to pray. This is probably going to get caught off here in the next 20 seconds, 30 seconds. So I just wish everybody and pray on everybody that everybody has an amazing day filled with success, filled with abundance. And we pray that Veronica continues to be that vessel in this life. And thank you for blessing us with such amazing information on this beautiful morning. All right, guys. So uh, we're going to end the call right there. Make sure that you guys get a little prayer yourselves. I don't want to start a prayer and then it gets cuts off. So I just rather just pray over you guys after this call and make sure that I send you guys a lot of abundance, a lot of freedom a lot of success, and we pray that we continue to be the best versions of ourselves. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So thank you guys so much. Enjoy the rest of your days. Love you guys so much, and I'll see you guys tomorrow on Mornings with Nano. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's run it.